You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, protects directly from us. Who wouldn't want more content from us? Go to Off the Floor. It's winnow.app backslash off the floor. That's, get, that's where you get Q&As, behind-the-scenes information, prize picks contests, and more. Mentioning prize picks, one of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the code FIVE. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com, the Google Play Store, or the Apple App Store. Use the code 5. And now, today's episode. Down to this game. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. We've got Tro- Tropical Blanket. Alex Toledo, you can follow him at Tropical Blanket. I'll never get used to that. And then we had to follow him all the way to the Midwest now. Um, our guest today, Max Struess. Sharpshooter extraordinaire, formerly of the Miami Heat, and now of the, and it's hard for me to say this, Max, have you gotten used to it, the Cleveland Cavaliers? I have not. I have not. It's still taking me some time, but uh, every day I, it's it's getting more and more comfortable. So uh, it's tough, though, for sure. It, it's it's one of those things, too. You, you have your entire family that's, they've all become Miami Heat fans, right? So now yeah. there's, there's a transition to a, a, a new heritage. And, and, you know, that whole Heat-Cavs thing, there was – stuff that went on, you know, during the 2010s. I don't know if you heard about it. So uh, what has that been like? I haven't heard. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but uh, I haven't gotten too much of that, that grief from anybody else. But uh, it's just been trying to adjust personally. Uh, like you said, my family, um, myself, were so indebted in, in the Miami Heat organization and the culture that uh, it's going to take some time for us to get used to being in Cleveland now. But 
uh, we're all excited for the new opportunity and, and for me to be closer to home. Yeah, I wanted to get into that with you a little bit, and then we're going to cycle back to your Heat career. And I know we got a list of memories we want to go through here uh, with you. But, you know, when you just look at the process this this summer from, again, becoming a, being a Miami Heat player, being ingrained in the culture, and then finding a place that, that valued you and, and had the resources to bring you in, but then also making that choice that that place could be the right place for you to yeah. continue your career, to, you know, to for, for your family to spend time. Um, can you go through that a little bit? Like what was, I mean, you've never been in a situation like that before. Yeah. I've never really been wanted in the NBA. Um, so it, it was a little bit different. You know, I was kind of always trying to put my name out there and, and trying to get my opportunity. So, um, you know, being a free agent and, and going through free agency and, and having people reach out to me and, um, show interest and, and show the, dollar signs that people were talking about was uh pretty special and pretty crazy and uh you know it was uh, my first free agency I'll, I'll never forget and uh, you know I think it it went pretty smooth all things considered um and and I, I'm, I'm in a good place and I'm, I'm in, a, in another good organization um, we're going to get to the memories here now um but just you say dollar signs like when you first heard okay this is the ballpark that we're talking about. Cause yeah. I mean, you know, you go through a season, I'm sure your agent had instructed you what might be out there for you again, if you didn't end up returning to Miami or even if you did, but like when reality strikes that, Oh, wait a second. You know, we're talking North of 50 million. We're talking, you know, life changing kind of money. How, how did you react to that? Um, it's hard. To, it's hard to put it into words. Um, I honestly, you know, going through my career and, and as I kept elevating and, you know, became a starter and, and, you know, played on great teams, uh, you know, you kind of expect it, uh, you kind of, you know, get in the mindset that you deserve it and, and, um, have earned it. So, um, it, it was hard for me to not think that I deserve that type of money, but when you actually hear the, the exact money and, and, and that, you know, millions of dollars, uh, it's, it's life-changing for sure. And, and, uh, it's very humbling, uh, just to, you know, the story that I have, the background that I came from, um, there's really no words you can put into the, the feeling that I had when, when the, the $62.3 million deal came across. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got to know it to the decimal point. <laughs> it's, when, when, when it's that good, you know it all the way to the oh, decimal yeah, point. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. There might be a few cents they throw in. I'm sure the Cavs could have afforded another 76 cents or something like that. <laughs> without, or, or maybe rounded it up. All right, we want to get to some memories here with you uh, as we go forward. I know the guy's compiling a list. Um, Brady, you're going to give the obvious one or no? I mean, I can. I mean, we usually start at the beginning, but we got to start at the end. It's funny because I was going to bring up the Chicago playing game, obviously. Uh -huh. It's funny, after that game, I remember the first thing that Jimmy said after that game was, Max made himself a lot of money tonight. Like, that was <laughs> That was his first comment. After did you hear from Jimmy after uh, the official signing? Like what was? Oh, what was for that? sure, for sure. Yeah, Jimmy was couldn't be more happy for me, and, and that's Jimmy Butler. Uh, you know, he's you guys see his personality, you see who he is, but uh, behind closed doors, you know, he's he's a good dude and and wants the best for his teammates. And um, you know, we built a great relationship over our years together, and uh, he couldn't have been more happy for me. And I think we were both upset we're not going to be playing together anymore, but. Um, at the end of the day, it's a business and, and you got to do what's right for yourself and, and try to uh, get all you can out of this. So he, he was very appreciative of, of what I've you know helped him with and um, couldn't be more happy for, for me and my family. Is he shipping coffee, Max, or anything like that? I didn't even get coffee in Miami. We're not getting coffee <laughs> in Miami. <laughs> <Way too much. laughs> 
like but getting getting back to the, the the Chicago game, I guess just starting at the end. Like I think everybody, the reason talking about your Heat career is the fact that that whole playoff run doesn't happen if you don't have that game. Like if you don't have that early six threes, I think in the first half specifically. Do you yeah. just walk us through that game? I guess the feeling because it was on the brink of elimination, walking into that game and then a full turnaround afterward. Like can you just walk us through that entire process of that day. Um, you know, I didn't play well in the Atlanta game before that. Um, I didn't shoot the ball well. I wasn't happy. None of us were happy that we lost that game, um, obviously. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to, to play better. It didn't really matter who we were playing against. Obviously, I always have extra motivation when I play against Chicago. Um, but to be able to, to play um, that well and to start the game like that, start out hot and um, just catch a rhythm and, and catch a feel for the game was – um, all I needed. And, and after that, it was it was easy. Uh, you know, guys just kept finding me. I was open and um, just kept making the right play and the right reads. And, um, you know, I appreciate you saying that that whole run wouldn't have happened without that because I kind of tend to forget that sometimes. And, um, you know, it's hard to, to think about it when you don't play well in, in other certain games and, um, you know, later on in the playoffs. So um, to, to be able to hear that from you guys and, you know, loyal fans like that, it, it, it definitely means something to me. So I appreciate that. Alex, what you got? So instead of, uh, you know, kind of pointing out a specific memory, I wanted to ask you a question about kind of your memories uh, with the Heat, right? Um, throughout these couple of seasons here, you, you, you kind of alluded to it, your, your background in the NBA where you were with the Celtics, you were with the Bulls. It didn't necessarily work out. You had the injuries. After, you know, kind of going through all of that, coming out on the other side on the Heat's rotation, working your way up, and ending up in the rotation, I think, sooner than people expected, um, not this past season, but the season before, and, and all of a sudden you were a staple. And everybody, um, you know, kind of, I, I think, started to see the type of player you were going to become. So what I wanted to ask you was, is there a game in that first season, maybe it could be playoffs, could be regular season, where you knew or you got that kind of feeling that, you know, this was just the start of something great, like the – you know, the, the, the next chapter of your career where you're going to be this yeah, featured player and who knows what's going to come after that. And obviously it's been two long playoff runs ever since where you were a huge part of what they did. So where do you, do you have a, uh, an original memory from that season that kind of sparked everything? I honestly think it was the summer league before that season. Um, I think that's really what propelled me um, to have all the confidence to come into that season and, and try to earn a, you know, a rotational spot. Um, just the confidence and the belief that they instilled in me that summer um, to be the guy on that that summer league team and and to kind of take over and um, you know just the trust and the, the belief that they put into me during that summer was uh, all I needed um, and then and then the, the way I performed during summer league and um, you know shot the ball I, I just had all the confidence in the world going on that season that I was going to be able to help this team and and find a way to you know, impact winning and, and become a rotational player and, and finally work my way into a starting spot. So um, I can't say there was a game during the season where I said, like, I'm I'm here. I think it was just that summer league just kind of gave me that confidence boost to, you know, finally understand that I could be something in the NBA. Not just uh, to prove it to yourself, but also, I guess, prove to your teammates over that period of time. And for someone who came from your background, when did you kind of realize, okay, the guys trust me, um, the core guys on this team trust me, that they think that, you know, I'm at their level and I can compete with them. Yeah, honestly, it was it was my two-way year. Um, 
I think just the relationship that I built with Jimmy that year was huge. Um, you know, I was always in his ear trying to learn from him. Um, and I think he respected that. I think he um, understood that I was a competitor, uh, wanted to win and, and wanted to play and, and wanted to be somebody in the, you know, in this league, uh, make a name for myself. And I think he, um, you know, felt that. And uh, he kind of just took me under his wing when I was on my two way. And I, I played one on one with him every single day. Um, I mean, he whooped my ass every single day and uh, made sure I knew about it. Um, but I think, you know, when you go through those moments, I think that's where you really earn the trust and earn um, the respect of guys like that. So I think just that whole year when I really wasn't getting minutes and really wasn't playing a lot. Um, and then, you know, whenever I did get my name called that that year, it was just I was always ready. Uh, and I think, um, you know, guys like that know how hard that is to do to come off the bench and, and produce like that. So. I think that that first year was huge to, to gain respect um, from the older guys like that. I want to get into your relationship with Eric Spolstra a little bit um, over, over your time here. And then I also know that, that Eric has a, has a history of, of when someone has a good situation, wishing them well, even if, if there's a, 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 you know, the reason obviously for him to, to want to keep the person around. I remember uh, him, you know, spending hours prepping, you know, David Fisdale for the, you know, the, the Memphis coaching job and, you know, the, and the Ritz Carlton and running out of room and all this and making sure that he was prepared for it. I'm just curious, as you were going through your process uh, and obviously, you know, having been around Spo, you know, every day almost, you know, for, yeah. for the, the past three years, um, you know, what, what kind of advice did he give you during this as you were going through it? Spo was great. Um, you know, our, our relationship grew um exponentially th this past year uh we just um became closer and and through that playoff run this past season was um you know i think our team as a whole really got closer and and it was uh, a special experience and and we formed a lot of bonds you know going all the way to the finals and then through the finals so um memories i'll never forget and, and experiences that i got to share with him um it's something i'll always be thankful for for him giving me the chance um to even play um I'm always going to be grateful for him for that and, and to play for a Hall of Fame coach like him. So, um, but yeah, what, what, like, what did you want me? What was your question? No, 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 no. I, no, I was just, I was just for the experience. Like yeah. I just wanted to make sure that. No, that's, that's yeah. all good. No, that's all good. I was just curious kind of how it evolved too. Cause obviously, I mean, he got attached to you as a coach and I'm just as, as you're going through your own decision yeah. on, on, on where to go from here, yeah. I mean, did did you consult with with Eric at all and say, do you think that Cleveland would be a good fit for me or or anything along those lines? Not really. Um, during the free agency marketing, like meetings like that, um, didn't really reach out like that. Uh, he obviously wanted what's best for me, and he made that clear in, in our exit interviews at the end of the year. Um, and I think he he understood that it's going to be a good fit. I think. Uh, I think they wanted me back, um, but it was just kind of tough with the way the money works out right now. And um, it's unfortunate, but, um, you know, I, I went to summer league to go watch, uh, you know, meet some of the Cavs guys. And of course the heat were playing at the same time. Um, so I had to walk in the other gym and, and for some reason, everybody from the heat organization was there. Like Mickey, Nick, uh, Andy, I mean, guys that I've never seen at summer league were just there for some reason. And I just walked in and, uh, you know, I, I made eye contact with, with Spo immediately and, and his eyes lit up that he was just so excited to see me and, and to give me a hug and congratulate me. And, um, 
you know, everybody that was there too was just so, you know, appreciative of, of the time that we had together. And it, it would honestly, was nice. And it was, it was kind of good to have like a closure moment like that with all of them. So um, just great a people. And, and uh, you know, it shows you exactly what the heat culture and, and the organization is about. Yeah. It's always when you're not expecting to see people that they all sort of rush out at once, especially at that moment yeah. in that place for you. That's crazy. Um, I want to get into the fit in Cleveland with you a little bit but before that, the relationship you built with the fans over the course of, of your time in Miami, I know you wanted to speak to that a little bit, um, you know, but we, we always see this evolution with the, the guys who come in where they don't know their names at first, right? If they come from some obscure place, yeah. not the usual route. And then there's a little bit, you make a shot or two, and then it's like, okay, you know, everybody starts to notice you. And then by the time you leave, they're naming juices after you and, and <laughs> beers and other, and other and drinks across Miami. Uh, just, just what, what, what was that kind of evolution with the fans like for you in South Florida? Oh man, it was great. And, uh, honestly, it didn't really hit me until I was there this past week, um, moving out, um, ironically, uh, I, I was, I was there, um, a lot of the Cavs guys all kind of got together to meet up out there and, and play some pickup. And, um, you know, I used the time to, to move out of my apartment and, uh, kind of, you know, close things up and move on to Cleveland. And, and honestly, the whole week that I was there, I don't think I've ever been recognized more and people like said everything. I mean, it was like, honestly, I was like, I got to get out of here. Cause like, this is too nice. Like I, it was, it was like, I was still playing for the heat. It was just everywhere. I walked down the street, every restaurant I went to, it was like, thank you so much for all you did for us. Um, you know, and I, and I've never, I felt that um, while I was playing there. Um, but it was just nice to have that, you know, kind of closure again with the fans too. And, um, they were great the whole time. Uh, I, I mean, I I didn't even like Miami at first, living in Miami. Um, it took me a while to get used to it, coming from the Midwest. Um, but once I, you know, found my ground and uh, found my people, I, I mean, it, it's a place that I'll, you know, have a special place in my heart for, for forever. All right, I'm going to turn it over to Alex and Brady for some more basketball stuff in a second. Before I do, I want to mention a couple of great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Who's our friend, Lynette? Biggest Miami Heat fan we know. I know we should be listening to this episode. Insurancebylanette.com. Two N's, two T's. Get your life insurance, your homeowner's insurance, your renter's insurance, and more from Lynette. The phone number 954-581-8800. And if you're looking to bet legally, we always recommend Better Edge. Use code 5RSN. Go to betteredge.com. $20 to play with that code 5RSN. And again, you are betting legally because you're not betting against the bookie or the book. You're betting against others who use the app, and you can find the line you want. So check it out at betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Cleveland, as a basketball fit for you, why, why was it appealing? They need shooting in the worst way. Um, I think I'm going to come in and play right away and, and be a, a huge part of it. Um, I, I'm excited about that. I want to be able to help a good team win. And I think anybody who watched their playoff series against New York saw that they needed shooting in the worst way. And, and, um, I just think it, I think it's the perfect fit, honestly. Uh, I, I think I'm going to come in and, and compliment, uh, you know, stars like Darius Garland and, and, and Donovan Mitchell. And, um, you know, it's a young team, but it's a, a very talented young team um, that has been proven to win. So, um, you know, I, I think my experiences of these long playoff runs in Miami are going to help, um, you know, bring some experience um, to the younger guys like that. And, and that's what they wanted. You know, everything that they said during the phone calls and um, everything that went through during that process um, was music to my ears. You know, they, they want me to come in and, and help guide and, uh, you know, be a leader. And, and it's crazy to hear that when you're only going into year five. Um, but I couldn't be more excited about it. You know, a team that already made the playoffs, great young talent and, um, you know, a lot of guys that are around my age, I think it's going to be a, a really good fit for me. Brady, jump in. It's funny because every Heat-Cavs game was like a dog fight to get over 100, I felt like, last season. So <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you about that similarity. Because I think Cleveland ended up finishing as the number one defense in the regular season last year. So I'm, I guess how does that similarity going to kick into the fact that it's a, a structure that's already built defensively and it's more about you going in there, playing a spot-up role around kind of the guys you mentioned? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be very similar um, to the experiences I had in Miami. You know, I think it's going to be part of the same role um, and something that I'm used to doing. And, you know, they're not going to ask too much out of me. It's going to be uh, fit right into exactly to what I do and what I'm good at. So, um, you know, I, I honestly think, you know, this isn't a knock at BAM, but having guys like Jared Allen and Evan Mobley that just stand in the paint um, was very tough for us when we played against them to finish over them. Um and I think just the, you know, the ability to, to guard on the perimeter and then, you know, take away the threes and, and bring those guys in the lane and have them finish over those guys is going to be very tough. So, um, you know, it's a system that's already set up and, and something I think I can thrive in. Alex? All right, so I'm going to list off some numbers here, some very nothing, – nothing too advanced. This is just <laughs> the games you had uh, against the New York – Class, uh oh, the, the stats are coming out straight. No, 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 no. This is nothing. This is nothing too crazy. This, this is how you played in a four-man lineup on Tuesday nights. We're going straight into points. Points, uh, straight up box score points. All Seventeen, right. nineteen, <laughs> sixteen, fourteen, fourteen. This was your series versus the New York Knicks. You just brought them up when you talked about um, how kind of where the Cavs fell short against them in this past playoffs. Whereas you know you, I mean you were on fire versus them. And it wasn't just from three, even though you were very much a high volume three point shooter in that series, eight of um, eight, three point attempts a game. You also got about three attempts inside the arc. You had a game where you got to the free throw line six times, I believe. 
Um, is that the type of role that I, that you're trying to replicate for the Cavs? Just somebody who they can rely on to be this, you know, high volume movement shooter, more than just spot up. Somebody that can can be running around and essentially the, the the best version of yourself, where you know you're always a threat out there. They're leveraging, you know, your shooting gravity. Is yeah. is that the blueprint? Absolutely. Um, obviously, it's still early, and we haven't got together and, and figured all that stuff out. But I I believe that is going to be the blueprint. I think. My ability to do all those things that you said is just going to help uh, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell just get downhill a lot easier. And, um, you know, a team, obviously it's it's game based on on teams like that. And New York kind of took away the paint and, and forced us to shoot threes. And, um, you know, and that's what they did to Cleveland. And uh, they just needed a little more help on the arc. So uh, I think we had, you know, guys that could shoot. And that's why we, you know, had success against the Knicks. And um, I'm sure – the Cavs watched our series against them and um, said, okay, that guy can help us. <laughs> so luckily I played good in that, in that series. And uh, yeah, I think that's, ex- I think you hit it right on the head. I think that's exactly, you know, that what they're expecting um, in that role out of me. And, and uh, I couldn't be more excited about that. Uh, I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, what they're expecting, you know, I, Kobe Altman's done a pretty good job of putting things uh, together up there in recent years. Uh, when you see Kobe, uh, tell him he still owes me a drink at the nine because uh, that's, <laughs> that's where that's where I basically spent a year when I was up there and Kobe was moving up. And one of the interesting things was Kobe used to ask a lot of questions about the heat whenever because I was covering both teams and he would sort of ask about how does Pat do this? How does Pat do that? How does, uh, how does Eric do that? And it, it does seem like some of the ways that they've built the organization that uh, this last time around post LeBron. Uh, the second time that, that it looks like they're trying to do some of those things. Um, I want to take you back to, to your Heat uh, tenure here uh, one more time, though, because I know the relationship that you built with UD over time and, and UD kind of taking everybody in the undrafteds and all that yeah. stuff. And I know, I know that became a dirty word during the playoffs um, <laughs> because Reggie Miller said it every three seconds. I, yeah. Before I, before I go past it, did that, did that characterization bother you by the end? I'm just curious if you felt about it the way that I felt about it for you guys. No, I love it. I love okay. hearing it. Um, it does get a little outplayed, but um, it, I mean, I carry that chip on my shoulder consistently. So, um, and I think a lot of us do, um, it, it does, um, you know, it, it kind of felt like there was not a lot of, not a lot of respect, um, during those days, but, um, I take it as very respectful. I mean, I, I just think it's the utmost respect to understand that, you know, people really see what you've, what you've came, came from and made a career out of. So, um, no, I, I never took it as a knock, um, I really love the undrafted and I think UD would say the same thing. I mean, he's spent 20 years of saying, uh, you know, he's the king of the undrafted. So uh, I'll always be thankful for his guidance along my career and uh, the bond that I have have with him will last a lifetime. I mean, he's just an unbelievable human being, um, not only a teammate, but as a man um, and somebody I'll always, you know, have in my corner that I can always bounce ideas off and, um, you know, be the best pro I can be and be the best man I could be. Yeah, I mean, he's the king of a lot of things in South Florida right now. Like, literally every single day, he's, he's he owns a highlight team all of a sudden. He's banging the drum at the Panthers game. The Marlins are, like, retiring his jersey and having a UD day. UD told me for about 15 years he did not want any pomp and circumstance at the end of his career. He was literally just walking off. He literally had, like, a year of it. Then it's gone into the off season Now, like, people are going to petition him to run for mayor again. You know, it's just... Yeah. At a certain point, you know, it's enough, right? No? 
<laughs> he deserves all of it. He deserves all of it and more. Um, you know, what he's done for the city and what he's done for the Heat, um, you know, just to be, you know, the epitome of, of Heat culture. Uh, come in, work hard every day. Don't worry about anything. Don't complain about anything. Uh, just do your job and, and shut up um, is basically, you know, his motto and, and uh, what he lives by. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of the people of Miami resonate with that and, and him being from there um, just helps even more. So I, I think uh, whatever Miami needs to do for him to, to understand his greatness, they, they need to keep doing because because he deserves all the, the respect. Well, he, he's pushing for the well, he knows he's getting the banner in the rafters, um, but the now statue. You know, statue ownership. Uh, I mean, the whole the whole damn he, want, he wants everything. Um, <laughs> as you look forward, um, I remember talking to you in training camp at the Bahamas last year about what you wanted your career to be. Uh, and although I don't remember, remember it word for word, it was something along the lines of, you know, you wanted to be a you know long term productive, you know, player, um, you know, with 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 a role for a long time. Now you've seen yourself get courted in free agency and, and you've been, look, you've been to an NBA Finals. I know that didn't go for you quite the way you wanted it to in a couple of the games, um, but you've been to an NBA Finals. You played in high leverage situations. Have your career expectations changed now in any way? Do you look at it any differently Do, in terms of what you want, want to be long term? I mean, I definitely want a championship now that I've gotten to taste it. Um, so that's definitely on my radar. Um, but honestly, not really. I think it only just adds, you know, more confidence to it. I think I, it helped me believe in myself more to the extent that I can help a team. Um, you know, all, everything that I've been through with Miami, everything that I've learned there, um, I can bring to another organization and, and try to help them get to where we were. You know, I've had in my three years, I've had an Eastern Conference Finals and I've had an NBA Finals. I've been to both of them. And um, to be able to say that, you know, not many guys play their whole careers and, and get to do that stuff. Um, so I, I'm always going to be grateful for that, grateful for that, not only for the experience, but for the knowledge that I gained from it. Um, I think it's just going to help me a ton um, in my leadership role on another team and, and to be able to just add that uh, dimension to my game and, and, and be, you know, somebody that's, you know, guys can go to in the locker room during tough times in a playoff series. And, um, you know, I, I think the only thing that changed about my career expectations is that I want to be on playoff teams. Like I don't, I don't want to be, uh, you know, doing rebuilds and, and doing all that. Like I want to, I want to compete every season for a championship. Uh, and I think that's the only way you should go about it. Yeah, that's why he liked you so much. Uh, we'll close. We'll close here. Uh, you have the date circled for the for the uh, <laughs> the matchup. Um, maybe. I know we only come to Miami once, which it's like it's like in March. It's late. Yeah, that one's late. Yeah, it's around my birthday, I think. I uh, mean, they're gonna have like a twenty-minute tribute video for you, so you know. They're not gonna I, do anything. I'm not <laughs> expecting anything to be honest with you. Maybe some claps from the fans, but uh, <laughs> now that would be great if they did, but. Um, now nah, I'm excited. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be a fun matchup for sure. Jimmy's yeah, pick, Jimmy's picking you up first time down court, right? <laughs> Maybe in the fourth <laughs> quarter he'll be ready to go. I just, I see you, you decide to go viral too, just uh, putting your teammates on posters right after you you sign away, putting Jared <laughs> Allen on a poster. So I got to flip the question before we finish. If you could put one Heat player on a poster in a regular season game this year, what would it be? Jimmy Butler, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt, Jimmy. 
<laughs> or honestly, Bam, that would be fun too. Bam, Bam would be good to get. Um, but I think Jimmy would probably be my number one. But he's not going to come anywhere. He's not even going to jump. So <laughs> probably. <laughs> He'll clear out and let you go. That's for sure. Now, Bam, will ch- Bam will challenge you. That's the thing. Bam right? for sure. Bam, yeah. Bam's going to follow the crap. <laughs> Jimmy will probably follow me, actually. Jimmy's not going to let me even get close. So yeah, that would be fun. No, no doubt. Well, Max, we appreciate it. I know the fans appreciate it. Uh, that you come on and you've developed a relationship uh, with them. It's, uh, I mean, after they figure out how to say your name. That, that, yeah, it's, it's, a while. <laughs> it's That took a little while. Can I ask one more? <laughs> Finish this off with a, you know, with a nice little bow on the episode here. Um, I know a lot happened in these, you know, couple of years you've been with the Heat. These deep playoff runs. This is going to be kind of, I think, tough to to pick one. Do you have a favorite moment from these playoff runs? You know, whether last season, this season, something that kind of maybe encompasses the entire experience for you. Something that stands out right away. Uh, off the top of the head, I gotta say, winning Game Seven in Boston. Um, to get to the finals I think that's that's got to be number one to finally you know after the season before losing in game seven um, I think to be able to pull that out um, and do it in Boston um, was special Um, to to hear that crowd be as silent as possible was especially considering what happened the game before exactly yeah for me yeah for me especially yes (laughs) Uh, but that's probably number one that or, or just Jimmy's playoffs last year, um, just being able to experience that and witness that, um, you know, that was that was a special run too. The, the good thing is going from Miami to Cleveland, you're still allowed to hate Boston. This is yeah. I mean, right because <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of love for <laughs> for them there either. Yeah, uh, yeah. from from all of those all of those matchups, so. Uh, anyway, Max, we really appreciate it, man. Thanks again for taking the time with us. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Better Edge Prize Picks, insuranceby.net.com. Hopefully we stay in touch with you, uh, you know, as, as you go forward. And, and maybe there's a second-round playoff matchup uh, on the horizon, which would be fun. Never know. <laughs> no, we'll see. I appreciate you guys, though. You guys have always been great to me. So uh, thank you for the time and uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks a lot, Max. Yep. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.